Welcome to the Cosmic Collective Podcast. I'm your host and psychic medium, Mads, and in this community, we talk about all things spiritual awakening, higher consciousness, and unlocking the path back to your soul. Welcome to the Collective. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here and dealing with my semi-inconsistent posting schedule. I really wanted to post last week, but there are so many things that have been running through my mind in terms of the things I want to talk about in today's episode. And I'm really grateful because one of you actually kind of gave this idea of bringing everything, kind of explaining things in an interconnected way. Um, So today, I really want to talk to you all about the power of collective consciousness and everything that's going on in the States with the abortion laws, um, how that kind of all connects with everything going on. CERN is being activated in an experiment again tomorrow, so I really, really, really want to talk about that. And it's all really interconnected. Everything is interconnected. That is the reality of the quantum field and with consciousness and reality. But I really do want to have this really broad, open conversation and bring you some more insight as to what is actually going on from a higher perspective. So all that I ask is that you listen to this episode with an open mind and an open heart and understand that everything that I am conveying to you, I'm going to give you explanations behind. Um, I'm not trying to have you spiritually bypass anything. I want you to feel your emotions, but I also want to educate you on how to channel and direct your emotions to assist a positive outcome for the collective rather than harboring any sort of fear um, or anything like that, um, that might overwhelm you, that might cause uh, imbalance within you. I really want you to really like get a hold of your inner power. Um, so let's just jump into it and see kind of where we land. So the first thing that I want to talk to you all about is collective consciousness. We've already spoken before that consciousness is your soul It's what allows you to come have a human experience, but also exist beyond this human experience, which while you're incarnated allows you to access your higher self. And when you pass on from this experience will allow you to go and incarnate anywhere or to just be as consciousness and exist and help with other things um, happening in the galaxy. But collective consciousness is essentially group consciousness. Um, So when you think of yourself when you were in high school or grade school and you had group projects, that's the best kind of like physical example I can give you of collective consciousness. It's collaborative consciousness. And we've, I think, spoken in the dimensions episode, or maybe we haven't yet because I did vertical dimensions with you all, but in the 10th and 11th dimensions of consciousness, those are collective groups of consciousness, the individual soul does not exist it is part of a bigger 
collective more permanently so of course it can choose to break away from that and have an individual experience which is essentially what we all did when we um, decided to descend down to consciousness to be able to reascend through it and in terms of earth collective consciousness is what we tap into it's the field we tap into to create our physical collective reality so our social societal reality now there are people in power such as governments and bureaucracies and companies who more or less dictate the trajectory of collective consciousness and this is often done through fear propaganda because when certain types of people want to be in power, right? When we when we look at something from a non-unity perspective, from a very highly dualistic perspective, those kinds of souls who are very heavily entrenched in duality will do anything for power. And this is very, very egotistical. They are not... Um, awakened in the sense of the things that they do they don't care about the consequences is more or less what I'm trying to say they don't care how it impacts people because all they want is power they want control and this is why a lot of uh, governments I'd say the majority of them are very manipulative gaslighty and things like that and for those who might be around you who don't see that the government is against them, um, is very abusive. Those individuals are also still healing from different abusive systems and relationships in their own lives that they haven't fully rectified. And I think it's really important to say that because during the entire pandemic, a lot of people said like, how do you not see that like the government is abusive? How do people not see that? And the reality behind that is that they don't even see the abuse and toxicity that they experience in their day-to-day lives, their their personal lives. So it's really important to empathize with everyone regardless of where they're at on the spectrum because the reality behind this kind of ego trip, power trip, need and hunger for control through any means necessary is extremely low vibrational. And I have seen a lot of people on TikTok saying, I have such a love-hate relationship with TikTok and the things that are going on on TikTok in terms of the spiritual community. But I'm at a point where I'm just trying to like let it all go because it's all going to balance itself out at some point, um, hopefully sooner rather than later. But I also just saw 414 as I'm saying that. So I think that that's kind of interesting. Um, but I, I see people online that are saying, you know, this whole dichotomy of high vibrational and low vibrational is very, um, they, they're comparing it to religions, uh, and this whole like heaven and hell, superior, inferior sort of complex. And it's not that at all. It is that there are ego behaviors, ego consciousness, which is on the hurt scale, um, lower vibrational than peace, than altruism, uh, love, unconditional love, unity consciousness, which is higher vibrational. And it's not about one being inferior or superior, because if you speak to anyone 
who operates from a very high level of unity, you'll know that there is no, there is no um, like ladder to climb. It's all horizontal. It is everyone is the same, just at different frequencies of operation. And the reason I'm sharing that is because I, I find it just slightly harmful um, to penalize people for not wanting to take part in lower vibrational realities and frequencies. Now, this doesn't mean that when you feel lower vibrational emotions that you shouldn't feel them. That's called spiritual bypassing. Um, but it does mean that you don't need to subject yourself to people, to systems, to dynamics, to relationships that cause your vibration to lower. And it's not because you're better than these peoples. It's peoples. <laughs> it's just because people. It's not that you're better than these people. It's that you're just vibrating differently and the two vibrations clash. They collide. They don't work harmoniously together. They don't collaborate well. So I just want to share that perspective as well with what we're getting into because the infrastructures of power on this planet and why we have so many higher dimensional beings of unity helping this planet to ascend and why so many starseed lightworkers have incarnated on this planet to help human consciousness ascend is because this infrastructure needs to crumble, it needs to break, it needs to be completely dismantled because what has happened to humanity is unethical, what is continuing to happen to humanity is unethical, and on a galactic level, it has been determined that this needs to stop. And so you might be wondering, okay, then why hasn't it just stopped? And that's because um, the number one universal law is free will. So how that works into everything we're talking about is all the subliminal messaging. So there's kind of this like, not rule, but I guess a strategy that more dualistic energies are able to use so that they don't violate free will a hundred percent. So this is all the subliminal messaging. So you might see that in Family Guy and especially in The Simpsons, I believe, there are a lot of predictions in these shows. The Simpsons predicted 9-11. They predicted Trump getting elected. They predicted coronavirus. They predicted all of these things. And it's not a coincidence and it's not that they predicted it and it just seemed to happen it's that they were telling us what was about to happen they were telling us what was planned from these lower vibrational infrastructures and what they were creating on planet earth and this is what basically stops this whole situation of, well, we're technically not violating free will because we're telling them. It's not our fault. They don't want to believe it. But the thing is, is that people don't believe it because there is so much manipulation and gaslighting that comes surrounding these kinds of topics and events and this infrastructure um, that people then call it conspiratorial. And so by calling it conspiratorial, you then put people in a confused, disempowered state because you're telling them that their critical thinking is incorrect, that they're wrong, that they're crazy. 
And if you've been in a toxic, abusive dynamic or relationship before, you know, whenever you get out of that and you're like, I wasn't actually crazy, I was right about all of it. That is very akin to what it's like to go through your um, very high level spiritual awakening. And the reason I say high level spiritual awakening is because there are a lot of beautiful people who are accessing their fifth dimension of consciousness, their throat chakra. However, that doesn't mean that you're going to see what is going on on the earth. That involves having to open up your sixth dimensional self, your third eye. And the reality is not everyone's going to open their third eye. Some people aren't even going to awaken at all on this planet. And that's okay because that's this lifetime for them. They're on a completely different journey for this lifetime. And that is so okay for their soul. That's what their soul chose, right? Obviously, the goal for every soul that incarnates on earth is to fully awaken. But that doesn't happen right away. It takes so many lifetimes to do and... You know, maybe we can talk about that a little bit more in the future if it interests you. But all this to say that knowing this information doesn't necessarily happen to everyone, but for those it does happen to. And thankfully now we have a pretty strong amount of people in the collective, a pretty large amount of people in the collective who do see and who are talking about it. And these people are helping to dismantle this infrastructure whether that's directly or indirectly Um, for some people it's just about having connections and talking about it with their loved ones for other people it's by taking on a role with their own collective and for others it's just about simply knowing it and being awakened and there's this really interesting fact that i learned a really long time ago and i was reminded of it today when i was posting something on instagram Uh, about CERN and we'll talk about that in a few minutes but I was reminded that for every one person who is awakened and in the vibration of peace it outweighs and counteracts the vibration of fear anxiety and darkness of a million people and that sounds like absolutely insane to me I even had to like verify it I had to like go into my channel and verify that it was in fact 1 million I was thinking it was maybe like a hundred thousand or something but it is in fact 1 million and it's really weird and it seems kind of massive um, that one person can offset so much but we know that the light is so much more powerful and as I am saying that the sun just opened up and beamed through my door so I feel like the divine is saying something right now. I'm getting very teary-eyed as well. So um, basically why I'm telling you all of this is because there are a lot of things that are done in the media to portray fear. Now, does this mean that what's going on is right and that we shouldn't be bothered by it? Absolutely not. Okay, that is not what I'm saying. And I want to make that very clear because I don't want anyone taking anything I'm saying out of context. So it doesn't mean that the issue that they are presenting in the media is not a problem. It means that they are exacerbating it, not giving the whole truth from the higher perspective, obviously, because that's not what they do in the media, because they want to ignite that fear response, that fight or flight response in each individual so that the collective 
consciousness can project realities of fear and lower vibration rather than that of peace and of unity. And that is why this awakening is so, 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 so important on this planet because the more people who are centered in their peace and in the awakening and in unity consciousness, the more we end up projecting higher vibrational timelines. And in all honesty, I've directly seen these timeline switches happen. There was a situation that was supposed to take place in September or October of um, 2021 and it didn't take place because so many people awakened during that time it was like there was like this massive activation of consciousness from what I know I just got kind of lightheaded so from the higher dimensional beings the unity consciousness beings that are helping the earth they helped activate the people necessary so that the timeline would offset and it did and it what was supposed to happen didn't happen now tomorrow CERN is going through another experimental phase. That's kind of how they relate to it in the scientific community. If you don't know what CERN is, it's essentially this um, like union. I think it's in the European Union. Um, It's related to like NASA and things like that. And it's basically this massive device that... Um, forces particles to crash into each other and the long and the short of it is when particles crash into each other they create a reality they create um, a different formation of energy and done on massive scales can completely alter a timeline and the last time that this happened, we saw really big shifts in Mandela effects because we had switched into another reality. Now, I don't want this to fear you because at the end of the day, you have control over your individual timeline. This is going to affect the collective. And this is why I posted on Instagram today that it is so important that for these next three days, especially the 4th, the 5th, and the 6th of July, that you remain so, 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 so centered in your peace, in your individual consciousness, that you shut off the media, you regulate your anxiety, regulate your fear, tend to yourself, nourish yourself, because it's going to contribute to the shift that we have in timelines that will be taking place tomorrow. Arguably, I'd say really focus on this for the next week up until the full moon in Capricorn. Um, If you're really like eager to uh, make an impact in this way. But this is going to change a lot. The last time that it happened, um, if you guys remember the peanut butter brand Jiffy, apparently it's Jif. Apparently, it was never Jiffy. Um, the Forrest Gump quote from, well, Forrest Gump, it's the movie. Um, Life is a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Is apparently, in this reality, life was a box of chocolates, which does not really make any sense. Um, and there were a few other things like that. I think the Berenstein Bears was one of them in that shift. And this has happened before and it's nothing to be alarmed um, with. Again, if you're listening to this, you're like, oh my God, they're doing this. That's so terrifying. No, you're not hearing me. I need you to stay calm. I need you to stay chill. I need you to hold on to your power and take this as an opportunity to create the reality that you want to live in. It's not scary unless you make it so. It's actually kind of cool from a very high scientific perspective. 
um, but you have the power to control what it is that you want um, your contribution to collective reality to be. And so I'm telling you this today so that you can embody that power and you can really remind yourself that you are on some level in control of what goes on around you. Obviously, there are things that you can't control. And if things seem to be falling apart around you, that is okay. Those are things that you can't control. And if you can't control it, what, what's there left to do? Well, surrender and let it go and let the divine handle it. Because I will tell you, the divine unity consciousness, unconditional love is so much more powerful than you could ever imagine it to be. And it is always taking care of us, even when it seems like things are falling apart. And that's what leads me into my next topic. And that is abortion rights and essentially the revoking of so in the United States as of present. And it is no coincidence that this erupted right before CERN is about to go through an experiment. Um, I just, I'm going to leave it at that, but it's no coincidence because what did that do? The revoking of Roe v. Wade, it incited so much fear. Now, this is where I stand and I want you to know where I stand because what I'm about to say, I want to be very clear with where it's coming from, okay? I am beyond all shadow of doubt with 100% full conviction, completely pro-choice. I don't care why you get an abortion. I don't care why you want one. I don't care when you get one. I don't care about any of it. All I know is that if you want to get one, you should have access to a safe one. And this is something that I can say with a lot of conviction because I didn't used to be pro-choice. I grew up in a Catholic school where when I was 13 years old, they brought in advocates to pro-life uh, pro advocates, sorry, um, that scared the living fuck out of me about abortion. And then I went on to learn about it later on in life. And I'm very pro-choice. End of story. That will never change, right? Now, I had the privilege of speaking to some really awakened individuals in my DM who do have quite a higher perspective when it comes to this. And I, I'm not going to say who I was speaking to because I think she would prefer to remain private with it. But she is such an incredible guide in the collective as well. Um, many of you won't have any idea who I'm talking about. It's not someone that I have publicly um, referenced before or um, have publicly shown my connection with. But she's an incredible guide in this collective. And I had asked if there were any Americans who wanted to give me any insight about this topic and she responded to me and her insight was mind-blowing. Now, here's a little bit of history about abortion, okay? When it comes to the divine feminine, who is regardless of sex, the creator in all of the universe, that's the divine feminine's role. Now, there are obviously divine feminines who are in male bodies, just as there are divine masculines in female bodies. However, the divine feminine and what she represents has been opposed against physical women in the physical reality. And for millennia, 
birth and the power of the woman really since colonialism took place especially but for millennia the power that a woman holds has been taken from her has been revoked from her she has been disempowered abused repressed imprisoned in her own body and this is the war on the divine feminine of intuition of unity and this has been going on for a long time but again it peaked with colonialism because if you look back at ancient societies ancient civilizations they were matriarchal societies and there's a reason for that and it's because the woman especially a uterus you know the the role of a uterus is a womb it is a portal from one dimension into the next and it is so 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 cool how that birthing process happens there are two portals you enter through to come into earth incarnation the first one is the earth portal so you have to come in through the earth and then you go in through your mother and it is the coolest freaking thing i just saw two 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 and then uh transport outside honked so i feel like that is just like the divine saying yeah it is really fucking cool however rights were taken away from women very very early on and obviously i know that there are people with uteruses that need abortion services that don't identify as women and i respect that and i'm for that and i'm in all support of that but for the purposes of this conversation it really is the war on women and the war on the divine feminine that is being emphasized so that is why i'm saying women so please don't think that there's any intended disrespect or ignorance taking place there but women lost their power in a lot of ways and that's what's been reclaimed um, since 2019 there was this awakening of yin in 2019 yin is the divine feminine and the reality with abortion laws is that two things one the government should have never had a say in what a woman can do with her body and two is that consciousness has been so suppressed, so suppressed in humanity that women have forgotten that they can control their womb. And what I mean by that is if a woman does not want to be pregnant, and I know this is going to sound very far-fetched for all of you, but I know someone who did this, and it's very real, <laughs> and it happens, and it's insane, um, but... A woman can control whether or not she gets pregnant and she can control whether or not she maintains that pregnancy. Now, what I mean by that is your intention manifests everything. So yes, what I'm saying is you can manifest a miscarriage. You don't need any medical intervention for it. And I feel like if anything, this shouldn't be pissing anyone off. It should be empowering those of you who are worried about this medical this revoke of medical access to safe abortions because you really can control it with your mind and obviously you need to be in a state where you've already tapped into your consciousness and you are connected with your body in a really you know organic unified conscious sort of way but you can manifest that now I don't want anyone listening to this and saying but I want to be pregnant. I don't want to manifest a miscarriage. If you want to be pregnant, you won't. It's not that miscarriage can't happen. That's 
there's a whole conversation that we can go into on that because sometimes it happens for many other reasons. I'm saying intentional miscarriage. Like when you want to terminate a pregnancy and your intention allows you to do so. If you intend to be pregnant and you want to be pregnant, your intention is already centered on maintaining your pregnancy. So please, please, please don't worry about this. Now, this kind of power was taken away from women. It was taken away a really, really long time ago. And in reality, it was taken away from all of humanity because we've been manipulated to think that we're powerless, that we're stupid, that we're not higher beings in these human bodies temporarily, right? So I want to share that perspective. Now, the other thing I've learned, and I really can't speak on this from a first-person perspective because I am a white woman. I am a white, cisgendered, straight woman. So what I'm sharing is very limited because I don't have enough information from a first-person perspective to go deeper into this. But when I was speaking to this person that I connected with in my DMs, and I'm so thankful for the conversation because it was so enlightening, is that Planned Parenthood, which I was a really big supporter of, and in some ways I think I still am, but it's hard because Planned Parenthood was founded by Margaret Sanger. And if you even saw my Instagram a couple of weeks ago, you saw the post that I shared about her grandson um, talking about abortion rights and Planned Parenthood. But what I came to realize in my conversation with this really incredible person in my DMs was that Margaret Sanger was a raging racist and she created Planned Parenthood to directly target marginalized BIPOC communities who needed access to abortions with the intention that in doing so, white people would remain the numeric majority. And that makes me sick to my stomach. This law of revoking Roe v. Wade also really hurts the BIPOC community because if they don't have, if anyone doesn't have, if anyone in a economic a challenging economic situation needs an abortion, can't get one, then it obviously furthers that system of houselessness, joblessness, and even crime because whenever you're hungry and you have a baby to feed, like I've seen so many TikToks of like people being like seen stealing formula and no one says anything because like you need formula, get your formula. But having studied criminology, I also know that the reason... How do I say this? Crime is the, the way uh, it's so hard because I'm not saying that the BIPOC community is responsible for crime. What I'm saying is that they are so under-supported and intentionally cause struggle by government systems because of the racism in the systems that they do have to result to extreme measures to provide for themselves. And by revoking Roe v. Wade, it also instigates this problem again because I've even heard different stories as well of what an abortion experience is like for a black woman versus a white woman. And those aren't my stories to tell, but I've heard how 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 different they can be and how much more traumatizing it has been for black women. Again, I can't speak on this directly. I can only speak on what I know and what I have learned. And even at that, I'm still at the end of the day, a white woman. So 
what I'm saying with all of this is that the the lack of access to safe abortion further hurts BIPOC communities who are already struggling. Obviously, that's not all BIPOC, but for those communities that are struggling, which if we look at statistics, are a larger percentage, the larger percentage of marginalized communities on an economic front are BIPOC communities because they are so underfunded and undersupported in these governmental systems. And this is just continuing this loop and this cycle. And it's really, really, really unfortunate. And it's a problem and it's something to be enraged about. And for women everywhere, um, I saw the other day a few stories. Um, one was a 10-year-old who was raped by a family member, couldn't get an abortion. And that's just disturbing. The other was a doctor who had to perform an abortion because the person was going to die. The person, her patient was going to die. She's now been um, disbarred. And the other story I saw was that um, this woman came in with an eptopic pregnancy. And if you don't know what that is, it's basically an unviable pregnancy or non-viable pregnancy. And you need to get it terminated because it will kill you and the, the fetus will never grow uh, because it's stuck in the fallopian tubes. And the doctors had to call lawyers to get it cleared, to be able to perform this procedure. And... You know, on the latter half of that, like the latter example, I really don't agree with that. If you're a medical professional, your job is to save lives, not to ask the law if you can save a life. And I understand that people want to be law abiding, but we need to also look at, I think it's, a, it's not Immanuel Kant. Uh, who is it? There is a philosopher that talks about the six different levels of consciousness and how one is like the fourth level is like law and order. And the fifth level is kind of like you do whatever you've got to do, whether it's like for the law or against the law because it's ethically the right thing to do. And at the end of the day, if you work in healthcare, you're you're you shouldn't be governed by law. You should be governed by the fact that you have an ethical duty to make sure your patient stays alive and that you provide for your patient. And so obviously these rights being taken away are not positive. And I live in a city where 30 minutes in each direction from me, I could go get a safe abortion. And I think it should be like that in every city. And I'm really glad to see that there are companies that are funding their employees and paying for this for their employees. I think that that is going to be necessary. But at the end of the day, from the higher spiritual perspective, it's that on a federal level, this never should have been a government's decision. Now, we've also obviously been seeing a lot of push on the Republican Party for causing this, but you should also be holding your Democrats in equal weight because they could have codified this years ago and they didn't. So there's no political party that is better than the other, and I want to be very, very clear on that. Um, neither of them are working for the people at the end of the day, okay? Governments don't work for the people. They work for themselves and their own power trips. So what I'm saying with this is that although it looks contrary, although it's contrary to what seems to be going on in our physical reality, is that this is actually the people getting their power back. Because now that states are reclaiming their power, 
the states are a little bit more, individual states and municipalities are a little bit more inclined to favor their people, okay? Now, I have seen the list, and there is an alarming list of states that aren't providing abortions or are reconsidering um, the kind of access they give to abortions, and I don't agree with that. But what we're going to be seeing, because the U.S. is so deep in their Pluto return right now, is that even that is going to fall at some point. And there is going to come a point where at some point by the time the end of 2024 rolls around, I got chills and I said that, ooh, I love it. Um, there's going to come a point where health is completely separate to government and state. There's going to come a point where church and state are indefinitely separated as they should be. And this is going to be the the result of the the individuals of the humans who are not in government taking their power back in the meantime does this mean that you shouldn't be enraged no to be quite honest with you i spent a lot of the time when this was first um kind of erupting uh i don't think it was last friday i think it was the one before i spent a lot of the time um really reflecting i was honestly pissed off I was crying a lot it makes me really sad that this is what's happening but I've also known because of how much I study astrology and I am able to connect to higher consciousness to understand what's going on I also know that this is just part of the crumbling the states needs to crumble and there is no way that anything good can come from the foundation that the states is built off of right now so I am sorry to say, but the states, you're really in for it for the next couple of years. If you live in the states, it's not going to get better for the next little bit. It's going to keep falling. It's going to keep looking catastrophic. And this is why I'm telling you to focus so deeply on your inner world because if you get caught up in every single mass media propaganda that's going on, you're going to lose it. You're going to lose your mind. Turn off the media. And like I said, it doesn't mean don't be angry about what's going on. It doesn't mean to not fight for what you want. It actually means the opposite. It means to fight for what you want. It means to be angry. There is a place. There is a time and a place for sacred rage. And if you feel like right now is your time to embody that and to create change in your life, then do so. But you need to look at what you can control. So what does change look like for you when it comes to abortion rights? If this is something that you're passionate about, where can you effectively create change? For example, I live in Canada. I am a woman. I believe 100% without a shadow of a doubt for any particular want or reason that any individual who wishes to seek an abortion has the right and the ability to seek one safely. And in Canada, I have that right. I can't do anything directly to help the states. What I can do is affect the collective that I serve by telling them how to empower themselves, by maintaining my own sense of peace, by relaying the cosmic intelligence that seeks to be spoken through me to help the collective. That's how I help this situation. Other people might help the situation by getting trained, in resources and in travel laws and things like that so that they can help other individuals in these situations in the states seek safe abortions. Other people might become safe havens. And one thing I do want to mention with that, if you want to be 
an abortion safe haven. Sorry, there is a plane flying over my house right now. If you can hear that, I apologize. It's a busy air traffic day today. Um, but if you wish to be a safe haven for Americans to come get abortions in Canada, please, for the love of God, stop fucking posting it on TikTok. Do you understand that that data is not encrypted? <laughs> That's what really sends me off. People really want to hop on trends. There is this thing called performative activism. It happens a lot. It's when people, um, they, they speak up about things that are going on in the media because they feel if they don't speak about them, that it makes them look like a bad person. And I don't believe that. I've seen many platforms who have not said anything about what's going on with Roe v. Wade. It's not that it makes you a bad person. It's that you're trying to direct people's consciousness elsewhere. It's why I posted a little bit about it. I'm having this conversation with you. I may post a few things as needed, as guided by the divine in the future. But I like to keep my content very focused on certain things that allow your consciousness to go elsewhere. Now, that was a bit of a side tangent. But don't post this on TikTok. If you want to be a safe haven, don't do that. Because what's going to happen if these states want to come after you for helping someone get an abortion? It's going to be in your TikTok data. It's going to be all over your IP address. Like, don't, don't do that. Just don't do that. If you actually want to help, there are other ways. There are um, support groups and people that you can contact and get the word out by word of mouth. But posting this trend on TikTok can actually be very, very damaging. I understand that people want to help and it's a good way to let people know on a big scale. But for anyone who does come to get help from you, it could be really damaging if that state decides to prosecute them and you for helping them. So just really be careful. Um, there is an app that is completely encrypted. It is called Signal. And I believe it's available for iOS and Android. So you know, maybe create groups on there and just be really, really careful with that. The other thing is um, whatever period tracking app that you use, if you are someone who menstruates, I want you to review their privacy policy and make sure that um, they have a fully encrypted data privacy policy that even they can't access your data um, in the app. And the reason you'll want this is because if ever it comes to a point where people become prosecuted for miscarriages, which is not impossible, that could be a reality, um, that they cannot go and get your information from these apps to see when you were menstruating, when you were ovulating, when you were having sex, when you missed periods, when you were late, the symptoms you were having. So you want to make sure that your period tracking app is fully encrypted in its privacy policy. So just make sure you're looking that over. I know there's a few um, period tracking apps that were making changes to their privacy policy. I actually think the majority of them were. Um, but just double check this for your safety if you do live in a state where you um, have now been restricted from abortion access. And in terms of using alternative methods for abortions, I am going to recommend that you look at more intuitive ways to go about this. Um, for example, you can get mail forwarding addresses. Um, so you can basically get a prescription for the medical abortion pill. It's two pills that you take sent to an address in a state that is pro-choice. 
and then get that mail forwarded to you in your home state. Um, so there is that option. And the other option is I would recommend starting to meditate and really start getting connected with your body because you can manifest a miscarriage. I've seen it happen. Uh, it's really, really interesting. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting process. So um, that's kind of everything that I have to say about all of this. I know it was very tangenty and I just honestly didn't know how to go about any of this. But my point is that we have a lot more power than we think we have. We are so, so, so much more powerful than any powerful government infrastructure is letting us believe we are. And I just want you to know that everything has a purpose. And right now, the purpose is for the states to fucking crumble so that a new system can be put in place, a higher dimensional, progressive, sustainable, unified system that supports everyone can be put in place. And I don't know exactly what that's going to look like. I don't exactly know when that's going to start shaping. All I know is that it's shaping right now in the crumbling and it really does need to go this way before it gets better. I assure you of that. It's kind of like in your own awakening, all of your belief systems, all of your attachments, all of your wounded ego and limiting you know, perspectives and self-serving mentalities, they all have to crumble completely before you become a new person, right? Become your true self, your higher self. So the same thing is happening on a collective scale. And I don't want you to be afraid. I want you to take your rage, your anger, your frustration, and I want you to channel it into something that you have control over and allow that to be your direct or your indirect contribution to the changes that are taking place. Remember, the peace of one person outweighs the fear of a million people. Stay centered in your peace this week. Take time to journal on the kind of life and reality that you are creating for yourself. Um, I have some really great journal prompts back from all of the new the moon news emails that I've sent out. So go and review all of those journal prompts, especially the one from Saturn Retrograde, I feel like might be helpful, um, as well as the new moon in Cancer email that was just sent out last week. Really, really take a look um, into yourself and figure out how you can contribute to a better more inclusive unified reality where you have control over um, your life and if you don't have control over something I want you to trust that the universe knows what it's doing and it might look counterproductive right now it might look counterintuitive but trust me it's all working out the way that it needs to so especially for these next few days try and stay as high vibrational as possible in terms of giving yourself peace generating calmness within your mind and body getting really, really connected with your higher self and your soul. And I hope on some level that this episode has helped you. I really did try to convey everything from an under, a higher understanding with as much as my own perspective as I can share. There are certain things that I just can't relate to, obviously. And I hope that you understand that everything I was sharing today is coming from such a place of love. And I want you to feel your feelings. I want you to feel whatever emotions that you're going through, but I want you to work through your emotions. I don't want you to just feel them and then let them go. I want you to work through them. What are these emotions indicative of? What do you need to give yourself in order to heal these emotions and release them and to find peace and stability and security within yourself and within spirit? 
So I hope that on some level you enjoyed this episode. I don't know if there was much to enjoy because I know it was a little bit more of a serious tone than we usually talk about on the podcast. Um, But I do hope that you enjoyed it and I will likely see you next Monday um, for an episode. I have an idea of what we're going to talk about. Um, so we'll we'll see what kind of comes up with that. I will let you know if I change my mind on posting it. I have just been wanting to be very, very, very intentional with what is coming out of my physical mouth lately um, just because we are in such a heightened manifestation time. And so I just really want to be conscious when I'm speaking and not just post things just because I have a schedule that says I need to post. So just uh, bear with me on that as I kind of navigate my own self-expression during this time. And if you could please leave a review of this podcast and how you've been enjoying it so far on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. It really, really, really does help me when you leave a review, even if it's just like not even writing anything and just like rating the stars on the podcast. It really, really helps me to know that you guys are enjoying this content and also to push this content to people in the world who want to listen to it, who would be interested in it, who are also awakening and need this community to help get them through their awakening. So if you could please leave a review, I would so, so, so appreciate it. Thank you so, so, so much. And I will see you in our next episode. Stay in the line of love. Stay centered in the divine and go be your divine self this week. I love you. You've got this.